this week on the Push Below's podcast, we talk about keeping it simple and waxing your balls. Three, two, one. What speed are we going, Dan? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. Well, mate, if we were in my car, I wouldn't be able to tell you. No? Nah. Yeah, that's weird that. that. Oh, don't get me started on cars, man. <laughs> I fucking hate cars so much. Every time I've taken that bastard car into the garage, it's been a £1,000 at least each time. The last three times, I've t- this will be the third, three times yeah. I've taken it. Oh, so so if, just, you're, um, if you're out and about in Bath tomorrow, you'll see me, see, you'll see me you'll hitchhiking. See, some sort of Mercedes that's kind of roaming around, not really knowing what the speed limits are. That's Dan. It's fucking annoying, man. Like, so I went away, didn't I, right? I've been away on holiday, then to Paris for a couple of weeks, come back. So I've not used the car. Got back and I thought, oh, nothing would... I managed to unlock it somehow. Ooh. And then, well, no, this, well, I'll explain why. But I managed to unlock it somehow. And then went to put the key in, nothing happened. Whatever, nothing would, nothing would happen at all in the car. I couldn't do a thing. I was like, oh, the battery's flat. I was like, and I closed the door, and I was like, couldn't even lock it. Couldn't even lock it. It wouldn't do anything. And I had to go to um, to watch the Reading game on the weekend with my dad. And um, I was like, shit, I'm going to have to get the train now. I'm going to have to leave it with the ROC man or whatever. It'll come. It'll be fine. It'll be a flat battery. Replace it. All good. No problem. Got a phone call from Laura, and she's like, you're not going to be happy. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, what? Like, what? Anyway, so he was like, "Yeah, basically, I've charged your battery up, and everything works now. Like with the, you know, the the windows, the doors, the locking. But uh, and it turns on, and the car, you know, it's fine. It goes, but um, you can't tell what speed you're going, how much fuel you've got, and all the instrument cluster. It's called like the bit with all the lights and stuff. He's like, it's not working. So brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I was like, no, I can't carry on using it. Can I really like that? And he's like, no, you can't. It's legal. Brilliant. Um, so." He said to me, he's like, yeah, it's going to be at least a grand, probably, to get that fixed. Oh, mate, yeah. I've not used it. I'm not fucking, like, what's happened? Like, <laughs> like I just said, like, I don't mind, right? If You know, if you go to the garage and they say to you, right, you need four new tyres, you need new brake pads, new brake discs, whatever, you're like, do you know what? I've used the car. Like, I accept that that's got wear and tear and I'm going to need to do that, otherwise I'm going to die. I get it. I've not used the thing. Like, this why did he? It's just. It, this is what I said to you, mate. It's just redundancy. It was like I'm not being used. I've just quit. I'm just done. I'm, he's, he's hanging up his uh, literally his speedometer. No. Yeah, like <laughs> painful though. Like, it's just gonna get like. Oh, so yeah, I rang the garage and they were like, "Yeah, bring it in." Like, I bet you say bring it in, mate. You'll of course they would. Dave, he's yeah. just got to put a little. It's probably just a really small little thing where he's got to put like an AA battery at the back of it. And then it's yeah, just like, and he's oh, gonna go. And he's, and he's gonna go. I replaced it. Thousand pounds. There you go. <laughs> Cheers, mate. That's right. what's gonna happen. Just cold hard cash. Just put them straight to them. They they oh. won't want VAT, mate. So it's all fine. It's just painful, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like painful I hate cars Incredibly. they're just so expensive so and obviously I'm, I'm going to get a new one like it's been on my list of things to get for a little while I do need a new car like it's old that's why shit goes wrong with it I understand that but when yeah. you're trying your best to get a mortgage you don't want monthly outgoings associated to yourself so you don't want to borrow money you don't want to do any of that shit so I'm just like waiting now just gotta wait and something yeah, we else both had it don't we yeah. yeah my car got screwed up didn't it like two two months ago and I was like brilliant that was like 11, 
1200 quid. And I was just like, just to make it go. And I was just like, I don't, honestly, I use my car once a week, maybe. It's an I'm, absolute I'm just, luxury. I'm I've just decided like, that I'm going to quit what I'm doing. I'm going to become a mechanic because not only can you charge what the fuck you want, a ridiculous amount, you can also be like, oh, mate, it's going to be another few days. There's a bit more work needs doing to it. So you don't even have to do your work on time. You can just do it whenever you fancy it. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't worry about it, mate. I'll just do it whenever. Don't worry about it. It's all right. It's all right. Me and Gail, me and Gail, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't know that. Don't know that. Don't be all oily. Well, I don't know. <laughs> At the moment, mate, it looks like a pretty decent gig to me. Yeah. Never mind, eh? It's, it's all cash in hand as well, isn't it? Probably. Probably. I mean, I mean oh, no, one, no one said that, but it might be. Sometimes. They might offer it to you. Sometimes. Don't know. But sometimes they do. I wouldn't know, mate. I, I always know. play everything. So <laughs> I'll, pay, I'll, pay, I'll pay extra tax of anything. So, <laughs> That's probably what we added on. Just add it on. Just add it on, if anything. Don't care. Just add it on. Right, this is the second show in... Two days, you lucky people. How lucky are they? I, know. People? I might just release I mean, the next one really early as well. So they have three I in a week, and then we can just not do next week. That's how it works, right? If we do three in one week, then we can have a couple of weeks off. Yeah, I think I'd rather just do it each week because I've done. Uh, how many have I done? This is my fourth podcast in two days, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, my fault going away. Who would have thought that maybe even Paris might have Wi-Fi? But. Don't. Not good enough. No, not, me. not good enough to do a podcast on. So <laughs> say that, but it's not. Um, I'm going to try it next time. And also, Tom, I need to find out whose socks these are. <laughs> because, right, I'm not doing it, but Laura brought them in, right? And she went... Brought them in? From where? At the, the laundry, obviously. <laughs> and it says on them, like, shite socks. And I'm pretty sure they're the same brand that you would use. Uh, no, they're definitely not. Are they not? Oh, okay. They're definitely not. Well, they're, they're, they're called not shite they're called shite socks, and also they're odd. Dan, I don't expect you to know that I'm pretty much exclusive Stance and Vans sock wearer. Oh, yes, I knew that. Of Jesus. course I Jesus. Like, sorry. <laughs> you know that. But they're like, but basically, shite socks, guys, I'm, I'm obviously, obviously guys, you know, no idea. I don't want you to, um, you know, obviously, I know this is an audible format, but picture in your head the worst looking socks, right? They are bright blue and bright yellow with colours... Th- because they're, they're, they're not really matching, are they? They're like they're mismatching. They're opposites. They're yeah. opposites. So with the bits that are yellow on one are blue on the other, and the bits that are blue on one are yellow on the other, and the bits are pink on and stuff. Yeah. But we can't work out whose socks they are. So I, and I, and I, I don't. Mean, if, if Laura was cheating on me, I don't think she'd bring her lover's socks in and go, "Whose are these?" You know what I mean? <laughs> um, just for any of you out there that are thinking that, brilliant. Yeah, well done. brilliant. <laughs> um, oh, they are mine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, they are. <laughs> um, but we can't work out who they are. I don't know. Uh, well, and you, you don't have right. any friends as well, so that's, that's exactly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the people who would have stayed over would be me, Mike. Okay, that's the list. That is the. And that's and that's under duress. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, I just find it odd. Crazy. Well, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Well, now you got a, you got a free pair of socks. Well, I'm not going to wear them because they're shite. Yeah. Right. Literally. I might give them to Frankie as a chew toy. Yeah, do that. Just they, she'll have to rip them apart. Like, she into like socks and shoes yet? Yeah, he started nibbling on laces, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but we had a trainer today, which was good seeing her. So we got some tips. You're, on you're a trainer, tip. so we just yeah, no, an okay. actual trainer, though, like a good trainer, good a good trainer. trainer though, yeah. do you know? What did what did uh, what did he she 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 teach Frankie? Uh, well, basically, bench, moment, which is, bit of bench, yeah, bit of bench, bit of, <laughs> bit of some good row technique. Um, what did uh, what did we go over? 
we did um, well, basically just like standard like potty training, how to get them to shit outside rather than inside. That's interesting. Uh, Isabel knows how to do that, so fine. Yeah, she does know how to do that. You're right. What shit outside? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She does it on the bark. Oh right, just, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, and then just like simple like recall and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's just effort in it. It's just got, it's just effort, mate. You know, get, get a well trained dog. It just takes a bit of time. It does. Effort. It does. And we have Please. six in our family, and maybe one is well trained. That's about it. Um, so it's, it's one in six chance of it being good. Then, so also lots of distractions with other dogs. I'll take those odds. I mean, I've I've messed up with Isabel, so that's you know. Well, to be fair, it's like you have got Laura, so well, yeah, you messed yeah. up with Laura as well. Yeah. No, she was messed up before I got involved. <laughs> yeah. Worry about that. Yeah, I think so. I remember yeah. when your love blossomed. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we talk training? I think we're gonna. So we decided to do two slightly shorter ones because we're gonna try and fit two in, so we catch up with everybody. And obviously, we're gonna get stop getting abusive messages saying you haven't released things um, just because of. Like people care. Like people care. But then they'll have two half an hour instead. So we're going to keep this one training-y, and then the next one might just be not. Um, from the Might request. just be not. Might okay. just be not. Not training-y, not fitness. Food, definitely. Um, but yeah. So what were we talking about now? It was a little tweet, wasn't it? Yeah, Ben Bruno, wasn't it? Ben Bruno. One of, one our, of our favourite lads. One of our favourite um, trainers. One of our favourite guys. Um, but he put out a little uh, tweet. Um, which I screenshotted because I wasn't sent to you and I was like, ah, I'll just read it to you. So I'll talk to you in a bit. Don't have to actually text message. Um, so the I'm going to cough, sorry, mate. <coughs> there we go. You cough away, sir. Yeah, you so, cough away. Have, well, if we were professional, we'd have cough buttons, but we're not. Um, so train- you cough- yeah, hang on a minute, you got cough buttons. Yeah, yeah. So normal podcasters have cough buttons, so you press the you press it, so it mutes you. For two seconds. It mutes the microphone, does it? Yeah. Can we have one of those for you for like quite for a all, long for all time? Yeah. Once yeah. once we get a producer, what's yeah. Mike Mike doing that? Mike can do be a producer. If Mike was producing this show, mate, none of us would get any airtime. <laughs> it'd just be he'd be like he'd be like none of it's worth putting out. No. <laughs> just it'd just be the intro and then yeah. see you later. <laughs> see you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for yeah. listening. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. We get more probably get more listeners, more longevity anyway. Um, we get better views as well. <laughs> all right. So the tweet was two part tweet. Um, because he got a bit of trolling afterwards and he had to clarify himself. Um, shock, the internet. Who would have thought it? Um, so we've got trainers spend endless time online arguing about different periodization schemes, unilateral versus bilateral, etc. Meanwhile, I'm in a hotel gym and there are 11 people doing mindless cardio and not one single person lifting weights. I think we are fighting the wrong battles. Enter troll. I thought cardio was beneficial to <laughs> cardiovascular system. Hardly mindless, if that's right. So much hate for cardio. Fuck off, Shane. Um, oh, get a life, Shane. You know what he's getting you know, at. Jesus Fuck Christ, up. mate. Shane Newey. No, you are. Um, to be clear, I wasn't commenting on cardio versus weights. Both have their place. I'm more commenting how trainers argue about the advanced minutiae. Meanwhile, most people don't have the slightest clue where to begin. So they do the mindless, same mindless routine over and over with minimal effort. I didn't put on Ben Bruno's voice because it's incredibly hard to do. Complete yeah, it monotone. <laughs> it is quite tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of just a lot of what he says resonates with us and what we seem to beat home about a hell of a lot, and probably what we talked slightly on the on yesterday's show. So. I think the guy. Tra- the, thing, the interesting thing is the guy trains some elite level athletes, 
uh, and also some like actors, models, things like that. And the one thing throughout his thing is it is simplicity and it is making sure you do the fundamentals, you do them well, all that sort of stuff. But I think it's it's always interesting as a trainer because you do see a lot of other trainers and you see, like you said, the arguments and what they talk about and all this sort of stuff. And I guess we're all a bit guilty of it, I suppose, to a certain degree, like the whole like vegan thing. It's kind of like, mm, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, we can bash people for going vegan and bash, but at least they're actually making an effort to do something like, yeah, it's probably, you know, misguided and stuff by documentaries, but we always have a go that people put out documentaries rather than people who go vegan. Um, but it's that kind of thing of at least they're doing something about it. And I, to a point I, I get that, but the stuff with, like you said, the training my new show and, and all this, like we've talked about it before. It's like, if you're in the gym, you're lifting weights, you're probably make progress. Whether it's eight reps, 12 reps, 15 reps, two reps, three reps, whether you've got bands on, whether you're worried about the resistance profile, whether you're, worried about whether it's a dumbbell or a kettlebell and all that sort of stuff it's kind of it's a really good it's a really good point and it's a really good thing to remember as well that ultimately you just need to educate people a bit better that you're training and you need to make sure that they're having fun and that they're coming back and doing it like you said whether they're whether they're doing the most perfect resistance like say banded bench press or whether they're you know got their perfect five-day block periodization absolutely nailed is neither here or there in the grand scheme of things. I think that's kind of the thing that we always preach a little bit as well. Like we always try and go back to it. Um, same with nutrition. Like there's nothing fancy. There's no fancy macros. There's no fancy, you know, low, low carb approach, high carb approach, intra workout carbs and, you know, pre-workout shakes and post-workout this. It's doesn't really matter. Like just get your protein in at some point over yeah, the day. At some point you're probably going to be okay. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of like we've always talked about it. It's, it's, it's getting the fundamentals right. And, Trainers just love to argue because trainers, I feel, I think there's something about PTs that they have to be, they have to appear to be right. And in a field that is opinion-based, a lot of the stuff, depending on who you follow and what you believe in, it's kind of everyone wants to be correct and people argue about being correct. Too much, I think. I think so, yeah. And... Especially, I think it was maybe more in the start to middle of my career as well. My, my career, been training for a blink of an eye. Um, mm. Was like, obviously, I'm, I'm not caught up in it anymore. I don't think um, and caring what other trainers tend to think of me or what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and it definitely was a case of arguing with other trainers. I would have done it, and I definitely, I still have, I still do. But it's probably I'm like, eh, you can, you can be wrong. It's absolutely fine. I'll, I'll show you, tell you what is correct or what is actually needed. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, it's, it's it's strange how we we've gone full circle on doing simple stuff, then get really excited by lots of crazy complexities and being like, yeah, you should be doing this, 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 and learning all about it. And then you're like, simple stuff works better than it. I think it's um I think it's a rite of passage. I think you have to do it. And I think that the trick is really, like I said, from what I want people to take away from, from us maybe is more so not don't, don't feel bad for going through that phase and don't feel bad. If you have gone through that phase, just get through it quickly. <laughs> like yeah. just be, spend as little time as possible there because at the end of the day, you kind of need to do it. I've been there and done it. I've had 10 tubs of pre-workout in my cupboard. I've had all the way I've had all that sort of stuff I think I've got, I've probably got about five kilos of whey protein in my kitchen right now. And I reckon I have probably used 0.2 kilos of it. 
but I just don't like you. Just you just go back to hang on. A minute. I've still got yeah two and a half kilos in my. And, uh, in that's my just, a, just a just, just a I'm, shitty example, but I'm just lazy. Um, I, yeah, but but also it's the understanding that actually you don't really need to do it. Like I thought that there was something special about shakes. I thought oh, I've got to have a shake post workout rather than food, and I can't wait an hour or two. And like I said, my advice to people is to is to get through that phase quickly. That I don't 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 not go through it because I think you have to go through it to appreciate the simplicity and to understand that. And just, I think it's just an age thing. I think obviously, I think Ben Bruno is a similar age to us, a bit older, maybe yeah. 35, maybe is he something like that? Yeah, I think so I think, he, yeah, I think he'll have gone through a similar thing potentially. Yeah. I know he interned at Mike Boyle and stuff, but everyone has to go through it. And I just think it's important, but I know, like I said, there's a lot of fucking trainers who are stuck in it and they will, they have stayed in that for a long, long time. And I think that the best thing you said there and what you just said was that's the way I'm looking at it now is like, Okay, go for it. I don't care if you're wrong. Like, I don't care. Like, I just don't care. Like, I'm not going to do what you're telling me because I know it's wrong. Yeah. And you want to carry on doing it? That's fine. Go crack on. Like, I'm just worrying about what I'm doing. And I'm guess just doing what? what I'm... My, the people that I'm going to help, I'm going to tell them what I think and keep it nice and simple, give them what they need to know, and then they're going to go off. It's very much with my coaching style as well because yeah. I'm very, li- I'm not limited about the, what I say to people when they're exercising, but I keep cues like minimal. And not trying to confuse anybody. So I'm very kind of like instructional. This does this, this, I want this to move here. And it'll be like, is that it? I'm like, yeah, that's just, I had to explain, um, somebody had never, one of my clients had never done, used a pull-up machine before today. Can do pull-ups, FYI, but we'd never, I'd never gone onto a, a phase with her on a, mm. on a pull-up machine. So just in a pull-up assist. And then we had to like work in with somebody and she was just like, oh, um, I never used this machine, Tom. I was like, we're trying to do a rush. I was like, all right, feet on there, pull that. All, all yeah. that needed. I was like, you just, you've got to get up there, right? And your feet are going to be touching this. It's going to yeah. push you slightly. Like, all right, we, we didn't need to go like, I want your elbows squeezed down, scapular traction to happen, all this. And I was like, your, your end goal is to get your chin above that thing. <laughs> don't need to care about what's happening minutially. Um, and when I'm going to argue about what's actually going to happen, I don't need to tell you um, because you're just going to complete the movement anyway. And if then then afterwards she was like, oh, what is that? Why why did we use this for some odd reason? Then I then I told her I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm. But then but it wasn't because like I need more recruitment and yeah, we did a bit of pre fatigue. It was amazing. She didn't care. She was like, I felt more tired now. I was like, yeah, that's probably right. right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably happened. Um, yeah, I just I just think it's it's. I think there's a lot of things it comes down to. I think obviously it's fitness is what we know and stuff. But there's probably a lot of other things it relates to. There's probably a lot of other. But this, this I guess, his thing, obviously it wasn't cardio versus weights, it was just trainers talking to trainers and arguing about what's happening and, and should should they be trying to give a more clear, simple message to people that they want to help and mm. that are going to pay their bills? Probably. Yeah. I mean, we've had this conversation over the years, right, as well, because I know you've come to me and we've been like, oh, we, we keep doing the same like you would keep doing the same video or we're, we're repeating the same topics or mm. like, well, yeah, because it's clearly there's a lot, there's a million people out there who still don't know. And if mm. we just find a tenth and, of and that, al- yeah, a, and also, that's phenomenal. Right? Yeah. And also that though, is that, you know, just hearing something once you don't do, act on it, you don't do it. You no. kind of go, oh, okay, cool. You have to hear it again and again for, people, for them to get people to go, oh, okay, maybe they're not just like saying it on a whim. They are, did you actually mean it? And been through the same thing recently, like with YouTube videos and stuff, we've been talking about it and like, 
kind of look back and go, right, well, oh, we can't do YouTube video on that because we've already done that topic. I'm like, well, actually, yeah, we well, need to do it again because, you know what, that was a year ago and you know what, the same thing stands. You know what, <laughs> we still haven't had loads of people watch it, so let's do another one. Like, the word it slightly differently and put a different spin on it and whatever. And, and I think sometimes as trainers, we get paralyzed. I do it as well. I think because the other problem is you follow in fitness, you follow a, a lot of other people in fitness. Like, I've had to remove a lot of people I follow yeah. on Instagram. Oh, cheers, mate. Who are in, who are in fitness, yeah. Not because I don't like appreciate their work or appreciate what they do, but I compare myself to other people in fitness, like we all would in all, in all our jobs. We always compare ourselves. So I don't follow those people because I think, oh, they're doing better than me. They're doing, and I'm like, I don't know any of that information. I can't act and I can't do anything. All I know is I can put out what I need to put out. So I, I don't. I try not to follow huge amounts of people on on Instagram who are in fitness because it doesn't benefit me. Like I know what they know to a degree, but they're obviously putting stuff out for their niche, and then I get sometimes paralyzed and I get, oh, they're putting out stuff every single day and I don't feel like putting stuff out every day because I feel like I'm saying the same shit. And it's only by spending a bit of time away, like in Paris and stuff, I realize, no, actually, do you know what? I need to make sure every day, whether it's a YouTube video, a podcast or a post or, or a story that I'm saying something that is useful to people so that they understand that I'm just like, I'm not joking. I keep saying the same thing because it's real and it's what works and it gets results. And I do the same thing. I put up a, t- I put up a transformation and you know, someone's lost, I think it was today, and it's like, I think my client Ben lost 13 kilos in eight weeks. Um, and I look at it, and, it, and it's not, and again, it sounds really bad. It's not like a, a before and after, like, photo shoot picture. It's not like an amazing, but, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't look that great. It's a transmission. I'm like, no, it is fucking good. Like, I'm comparing myself to, like, this norm of, like, it has to be an incredible, it doesn't have to be an incredible transformation. It has to be someone looking at that and going, Jesus, I'd love to lose eight kilos in 13 weeks if I was a shift worker with two kids and didn't have, you know, had no structure in my training and thought I had to be perfect at everything. Like you're serving your client base. You're not serving other people in fitness. You're, who cares if they look at that and go, that's a shit transformation. Don't care. Like, because compared to yours, it might be. But you, they, that doesn't matter. Like they're not the ones that are going to, like you said, sign up for coaching. You're not trying to impress them. And it's that whole thing of have healthy debates and have conversations with trainers that inspire you, but don't get bogged down in thinking that you have to let, you have to make, have to get them to like you. You don't have to get them to like you. Like, it doesn't matter. And you, start, um, you start to find what you, you want to be, not as simple about, but what your training style is and what your coaching style is through that. And then hopefully those people that resonate with you, but you're going to be keeping it. So I, I always want to build the foundation of strength training for people. And I'll mm. always talk about that. And it's like basic strength training is always in a rule for me. And then you maybe do some plyo plyo kind of rehabby, prehabby stuff as well. Um, Whereas, um, whereas you see, I would never. You see, why? Whereas I would never program pliers for someone because I'm not. I don't feel like I'm particularly strong. I don't feel most people need it, and that's just our opinion, and that's cool. But I don't, you know, sit there. Well, I might do it tomorrow. Actually, now make a post about how shit plyometric training is. Any coach who does it is a knobhead. Like, it doesn't that doesn't help anyone? It doesn't mean anything. Um, but you know, you can any, any online coach that does it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can use, <laughs> but you can use other people's training styles to polarize to polarize your content you don't have to be horrible to any person in particular but you can pick a training style that you don't like and go well i wouldn't get you doing that i don't want to get you doing that and if someone who does like doing that and they then unfollow you or unsubscribe from your emails or whatever that's good because they wouldn't have been your client anyway yeah. like you're you're trying to filter people you're trying to get people who come in as a consultation and go I want to work with you because I've seen what you do. And they almost ex- know what to expect going in. They know they're going to get a decent strength program with a bit of extra work. They're not going to be doing you know, five, six days a week in the gym. Most of my clients do three, four, five, not doing six, seven. They're not doing endless amounts of cardio because I talk about actively not liking that. 
and that's not to say that they're wrong or doing seven days a week is wrong because some bodybuilders do it really, really well. But likewise, a bodybuilding coach isn't going to be like, oh, yeah, I only get you training three times a week because they go, what the fuck? I'm not doing that. So it, it's just, you know, saying that sort of stuff in your content is fine. Um, like we've talked recently about, um, uh, in me and Mike in our videos recently have been talking a lot about reps in reserve versus training to failure because there are a lot of bodybuilders having this argument about which is best and we're just basically going straight down the middle. It doesn't fucking matter. I <laughs> like just get in the gym and train. Do because one, there, yeah. Because there will be do people, one of them, pick one, do that that week. Exactly, because there will be those <laughs> people who are watching that who are confused and are, don't know which camp to go in and they're not bodybuilders but they they kind of look up to those guys and think, oh, you know, I wonder which one they're doing this week and like chopping and changing ain't going to work for you either. So we're the ones that go in there and go, look, we're not top-level bodybuilders. We're at this level below where we want to look good. We want to feel good. We want to feel stronger, but we also like a, a beer and a pizza. It's like... Ah, uh, that's false. Dan does not like beer. Cider, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but then, like, where do you then go? Like, it's that next level down. We go, right, that's the people that we want to work with. The people who are watching those videos confused are going to watch our video and go, oh, so it doesn't matter then. It's like, no, it doesn't. None of our clients, it matters with them. We do a bit of both. Um, whereas people are so absolute in their training styles, it, it becomes a bit cult-like. and oh, 100%. It's unreal. Know. And just arguing between trainers is the wrong thing. If you're just arguing between that, then you could spend more time actually helping the people that might matter. It's crazy yeah. that you're not. There was, what's, there was, what's, oh, are you there go? Are you there go? There was a craze wasn't there, a few years ago of going back and forth and obviously using Facebook. And because pe the reason people did it a bit more on Facebook is because people used to see the arguments and then they used to yeah, yeah. see how what people knew. And I suppose when the, maybe organic reach was a little bit higher, but it's kind of died down a bit now because I think people have realized actually it doesn't really, hasn't really probably got them any clients. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. But It's, it's made you cool with your peers, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what trainers think about far too much. Uh, being, being honestly, that is, uh, that's one thing that like, and be nice to people, sure, and all that sort of stuff. But like, they're not going to buy from you. Don't have to no. like, you don't have to lick their asses and stuff. They're, they're, and you know what? There'll always be some that you're friends with and some that you get on with. And but I know a lot of people who are friends and respect each other, but have totally different approaches. Like Steve Hall, AJ Morris. One's reps in reserve. One's training to failure. AJ Morris will regularly put out the odd sarcastic thing that he gets asked a question about it and he's like, you'd never see me doing extra reserve. It's stupid or whatever. Um, and it's cool, but, but they do they do workshops together and stuff because they appreciate and understand that AJ isn't the type of person who would feel comfortable doing extra reserve. He, he would feel like he was leaving stuff in the tank. He wouldn't feel like he was doing his best. He's going to attract clients who want to train to failure. So he's smart. And Steve Hall's going to attract clients who want to do reps to completely nerd out want, and be and like, want more Yeah. It's it's like, but you don't have to be a dick about it, like, and say the other person's an idiot, or you know, argue about it consistent, you know, constantly. You don't have to do that. But um, I mean, I, like, and and I and I always have this kind of like dilemma. I always get feel like I get caught sometimes in this no man's land of I say this sort of stuff, but then also we do we might do a thing about vegans and I'm like, well, who the fuck would be a vegan? It's fucking pointless, whatever. But I never like, it's never an attack on anyone personally. It's just polarizing. And it's a bit more, I suppose, a bit more aggressive in the polarization of it. Or like, you know, if you watch a Netflix documentary and go vegan, it's fucking like, you're, you know, it's pretty stupid. But <laughs> at the same time, this is this show, if I'm honest. Well, they're not. No, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> that, exactly that. Is that. If you can't take someone's kind of a bit more of a no bullshit and they say things as they are and you know you, you know that sort of thing then you probably like i said you won't be listening right now no. um and i like I said, i'm not particularly 
that like over the moon not working with vegans to be honest because i just it, i just would rather would rather not like that's just the way it is like it's just a bit harder work do you know what i mean like as, as bad as that sounds it's like there's probably better coaches out there who are vegans themselves who would be able to go to you right when you go to supermarket shopping, do this do this do this do this this whereas i'd be like oh, uh, i'd be like eggs oh no uh, it's all the complexity of it as well because they've been there done that they do it they're training stars like that that's what they yeah. do It'd be, yeah because they're going to be able to help the people that do instead of arguing with others hopefully um what do you think it's, in in nutrition world what were the uh what's the minutiae that get get people caught up oh I, I think it's the same i think it's exactly it's, 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 it's worse if anything it's um because i think nutrition affects people's health more than training does and i might you know i might be well out of line saying this you correct me if I'm wrong you might say otherwise but no 100% i 100 percent agree i, I think, think there's, there's way more people that eat things than train yeah and and, and <laughs> a lot more people are far worse off because of what they eat rather than how they train yeah. um if people are training like like even if they're doing cardio they're probably you know burning calories so it's yeah. like you know at least um, at least they're trying to make themselves happy yeah, whereas I think with eating, I think it's a case of because there's so many quick fixes and 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 I suppose cult-like diets, keto, vegan. Again, vegan. I'm not talking about ethical. Like I'm not talking about ethical. Like remember that. Anytime I talk about vegan, it's not about ethics. It's about if you think it's healthier. It's not healthier. Um, you know, you got so vegan is because of yeah. the penis size. Like vegan, keto, <laughs> like no sugar, um, anything that's extreme like that, carnivore. It, it's it, it's ridiculous like and people argue about it because it affects people's health people get more emotional about it like if you if you had an argument about between bilateral and unilateral um training no one's dying doing either i don't even know what the first word you said was bilateral or unilateral i've always said bioelectrical bioelectrical i was like i have no idea what that means um no one's dying <laughs> whether they do that one or the other whereas if people, if people don't have somebody with no leg to try to do bilateral squats <laughs> not gonna happen mate. whereas like the thing that I find funny is that even like the like the keto and vegans would argue like again they're complete opposites. Keto's like yeah eat meat and loads and loads of animal fat. Keto, vegan is eating no animals at all. That's healthier. And it's like well, well one of you's wrong, or both of you is wrong. And like well the boat you're both wrong. Like right? both doesn't, of what you do. Really both of what you do in moderation is pretty good. But like you, no one can no one seems to be able to universally agree that like calories are probably the most important. Thing. There's still people out there like calories are made up hormones and all oh, that. Um, because it affects people's health, people are so emotional about it, and that's what fuels the arguments: is emotion and passion. And I think in training, the thing that fuels the arguments is passion. It's the passion of like, oh, I did this course, it was great, blah, blah, blah. but there's no emotion in it. It's because it doesn't really affect anyone's lives. But with nutrition, there's so much emotion. Um, like, yeah, again, like people that say gluten's killing people, and it's like, is it though? Really? Um, I think it's far worse in the nutrition world, but it's also far more unregulated. Like. People can say anything. Oh, we know that. In the training world, I guess. Like, in, just... like in nutrition world, there's, a, there's people that are effectively saying, like, we obviously got the unilateral bilateral argument. There's some people in the nutrition world who basically are coming in and going, you don't even need to lift weights to get big. Don't even need one. It's all made up. It's like, <laughs> what? no, it's not. Well, literally, if, it, if, if they're saying you don't need to lift weights to get big at all, so you can get That's fat. Weird. You can get fat, though. You can get literally big. Yeah, so it's like it's like that whole thing, right? So basically, like, the whole unilateral versus bilateral debate is like whether you go no sugar or high fat or low carb, or whatever. It's like, well, actually, if you just control for calories, that's fine. But there's something out there who don't even believe in calories. They're basically coming in and being like, you can get big without even touching a weight. <laughs> you put on muscle without touching a weight, and you know, they, they, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, but they can say it. Yeah. Whereas if someone said if someone said that, you'd they get laughed at about training. They were like, you were fucking morons. Bonkers. 
But the minutia in training, I think what people get caught up with is, is, is programming and being far too complex and just yeah. Yeah, doing, doing too much or trying to do too much. Superset, drop set, giant set, burn more calories, giant set. Picking, picking one movement, doing it well, or, and doing like three, of the, three or four of them per day or per mm. session, you'd probably, probably be all right. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to happen, really. It's weird. It's very strange. But yeah. Pick your battles because stop arguing trainers. If you don't want to build a business, then go talk to the people that are standing on the treadmills and maybe a little bit looking puzzled around the gym. Exactly. That. I don't know. I don't know. Mate. Um, it's almost like common sense, mate. <laughs> common sense. Because we, we've got to run for this episode to be slightly shorter. You're going to talk about something that uh, Ricky Gervais has said. Or Ricky Gervais has done. Ricky oh, yeah. Has... I don't know if anyone else has seen this, but Ricky Gervais controversially said over Halloween he was going to dress up as a transgender woman as a joke, and um, people have taken it right really badly. Apparently, well, some people have obviously fucking idiots. And I just I think it's another one of those posts that just makes me kind of go, we've gone too far. Like I know people say this a lot, and, and it's been talked about, but we actually have. And like I don't agree with the political correctness and everything. Now I just I just think it's ridiculous. Um, so Ricky Gervais, I don't know if anyone's heard of Jessica Yaniv. But Jessica Yaniv is a transgender, I'm going to say man, transgender man. So basically a man who dresses as a woman. I think the man has breasts. The reason I will say he's a man is that he has a penis and testicles. That yeah. kind of qualifies you as a man, I think, in my opinion. Um, we don't care what you want to call yourself. You're a man. Um, and basically, um, for those that don't know, basically what happened was Jessica Yaniv, uh, Yaniv went to a few beauticians in America or Canada, Canada, I was in Canada, went to a few beauticians and basically requested a bikini wax, a Brazilian, whatever it is, wanted a bikini wax. And then when they turned up, they, he, when he turned up, um, pulled his trousers down, obviously he wanted, um, he wanted his balls waxed. And the people who he went to see were like, I'm not waxing those, mate. I thought it was vagina. So I don't do that. Don't do that service here. And he's decided to take these people to court mm. because they refused to do it. And they're basically being transphobic and all this sort of stuff. Now he didn't actually pick any salons that actually performed a back sack and crack who, you know, qualified to do it could be blokes, you know, make it be a little bit less intimidating or whatever. He was basically trying to force women to do it to his own board. He's basically a pervert. Basically he's a pervert. He just wants women to rub hot wax on his balls and pull the hair off. Um, but wouldn't go to someone who's qualified to do it. Do you know, like wanting to go to someone who wasn't qualified really weird. So basically perv. Um, so yeah. And, uh, basically the Ricky Gervais tweeted and he put, I was going to dress up as something weird and creepy for my Halloween party, but I'm booking the trend this year and I'm going to go as brave female activist, Jessica Yenavive. This also means I don't have to wax my big old hairy balls. <laughs> and, uh, as you can imagine, Ricky Gervais, um, uh, that went down a treat. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's just I just I was fascinated by the whole by the whole thing because I don't know why for this some reason this story has made me go that's enough now I don't know why this one, um, but it's 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 frightening. It's it's weird, isn't it? It's because it's the insult thing, or somebody I'm going to take that personally, or I'm insulted by that. I think Stephen Fry did a video. Go look up on YouTube. Um, must be like five ten years ago about uh, being insulted, and he was just like he's like when somebody says I'm insulted by that. So, yeah. So what? Nothing. What? Nothing. Nothing happens. Like no, hold you, on. You, just, you. You might feel you feel a little bit bad, but you're insulted. It's like fuck off, right? Nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. It's fine. It's like the the world keeps spinning. Everything's still moving. You're fine. If I'm insulted, so, by it, 
But so it's one of those things where um, where basically, so there was an article in, in the news, Manchester Evening News, and um, I saw this because it was Jordan Peterson <clears throat> posted about it. And basically this journalist has ripped apart this article in Manchester Evening News because a journalist has basically said that Ricky Gervais has called outrage and backlash among fans and actually he hasn't. It's only a few people that think this wouldn't be weird. I think this is really weird. But basically they sort of going on about it and saying how it was... Um, Basically, the complaint was in relation to Jessica's fight after trying and failing to find a beauty salon in calendar, willing to max, her, willing to wax her male intimate area. And then they put, it's not quite the story, because Yaniv sought out small business owners instead of taking her hairy balls to any of the Vancouver salons that specialise in male waxing. It's like, come on, like you're trying to force people to wax your balls who don't want to wax balls that's not on their list of things that they do. And you're pretending to go for a bikini wax and you're whacking your balls out. Like, surely that's like indecent exposure or something. Oh dear! I just don't understand it, and I just think that we've gone too far. And <laughs> You're right. This show, well, this show, yeah. <laughs> the last five minutes, uh, you've talked about balls. Um, so this show's gone too far, mate. And and do you know what though? Like with the whole with Ricky Gervais, it says the, the last. This the, so the last paragraph is this, and I stand by this last paragraph. And this is everything that I think. This podcast, speaking of like you know honing in on your target market, is like <laughs> it's what I would like our listeners to be thinking the same thing. It says. We're thankful for Gervais. Not only is he one of the brave comedians who will actually stand up to political correctness and the excesses of in, in identity politics, but he consistently reminds us of how we will eventually win this wretched cultural war. The key is to never stop laughing. <laughs> it's like, just fucking like, like come on. Like, you can't laugh at fucking, yourself. Like, Jesus. I just think that's ridiculous. Like, if you <laughs> go to beauty salon with your big hairy balls, you're going to get made a joke out of. And you claim to be a woman. Do you know what I mean? Like you're I mean, gonna be just at least, at least like give him a little little shave at home. Just trim. Be fine. Absolutely fine, mate. I don't think that was the point of the story, mate. Was I that not? Oh, that's think, what I took away from guys, this. I so. think the guys. I think the guys <laughs> are perv and wanted women. No. Like balls. That's what I think that's happened. That's definitely what's happened. All right. There's been far too much like kind of penis and ball chat in the last few episodes. Love balls. Um, brilliant. All right. We're gonna cut this episode at about 35 minutes. So it's about now, Daniel. Is that all right? That's fine by me. Perfect, mate. Uh, you've had two episodes this week. Um, ball talk. I think, so magically we'll have an episode out for you next week, um, even though I'm traveling, so that'd be fun. And you'll find out more about that, I guess, the week after? Uh, ish. Maybe yeah. first boys, boys, third space boys will come back on and bore the living daylights out of us, like they normally will. That's about right, isn't it? That's about right, isn't it? I mean, I don't know why I should be subjected to that. I, I, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm not going to do it either. I'm just going to let them, they, they can talk and then I'll just put up. Okay, just let him talk. Just, yeah. just Sounds talk. Cool. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of just plug my microphone out and be like, "Off you go, lads. You, you can chat for an hour, and then uh, I come yeah. back. It's fine." I like that, mate. I like that. Let's good do idea. that. It's good. Let's work for us. All right. Um, we will catch you next week. <laughs>